0: Welcome to the Fresh Start Church Podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. Here you'll find preached messages from our pastors. We pray that the spirit of revival is imparted to you as you listen. To watch live, check us out on YouTube or visit our website at freshstartaz.com. And to stay connected with us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Unlock the revival voice. Look at your neighbor, say unlock your revival voice a little bit louder unlock your revival voice say it to make religion mad unlock your revival voice say this ain't nothing gonna make me shut down my revival voice in Jesus name hallelujah remain standing while I read Acts chapter 12 verse one through 16 as I present to you today unlock the revival voice part three if you will come on somebody yeah. during this period this is the passion translation during this period King Herod in hallelujah incited persecution against the church Herod Herod incited persecution against the church Causing great harm to the believers. Herod, Herod, Herod. Persecution against the church, causing great harm to the believers. He even had the apostle Jacob, which is James, the Passion translation has changed it. You can read why, to Jacob. John's brother, James, John's brother, beheaded. Herod had James beheaded. Unlock the revival voice. Herod had James beheaded. When Herod realized how much this pleased the Jewish leaders, the religion, he had Peter, revival voice, arrested and thrown. Into prison. When you're in prison, you're under lockdown. Am I right, y'all? I mean, I know that's got a certain term to it, but you're locked away. Am I correct? You're locked down. So he threw the revival voice and locked it away and locked it down. During the feast of the Passover, 16 soldiers were assigned to guard Peter. Until Herod could bring him to public trial immediately after the Passover celebrations were over. Verse five, the church went into a season of intense intercession. Amen. Asking God to free the revival voice, asking God to unlock the prison. The night before Herod planned to bring him to trial, he made sure that Peter, the revival voice, was securely bound with two chains. Peter, the revival voice, was sound asleep. We got to learn to sleep. Come on, y'all. When things are being thrown, when things are swirling, as I said last week, we got to learn to sleep no matter. Come on. And he was, he had bound with two chains and he was sleeping between two soldiers. Herod was pretty scared of this revival voice, y'all. And then there was additional guards that were stationed outside his cell door. When all at once an angel of the Lord appeared filling his prison cell with a brilliant light. And the angel struck Peter on the side to awaken him. And he said, Hurry up, let's go. And instantly the chains fell off of his wrists. And the angel told, (laughs) The angel told, Peter, revival voice, you better get dressed, put on your sandals, put on your cloak and follow me. So Peter left the cell and he followed the angel, even though he thought it was only a dream or a vision for it seemed unreal. He couldn't believe it was really happening. And they Peter, the revival voice and the angel walked unseen past the first guard post and then past the second before coming to the iron gate that leads to the city. And the gate swung open all by itself in front of them and so they went out into the city and they were walking down a narrow street when all of a sudden the angel disappeared now I don't know about you if I was Peter I'd be like uh oh you know but that's when Peter realized that he wasn't having a dream and he said to himself this is really happening the Lord sent his angel to rescue me look y'all from the clutches of Herod The clutches of Herod had the revival voice. I came to break it today. And he said, the angel rescued me from the clutches of Herod and from the Jewish leaders, religion and a spirit of religion, what they had planned to do to me. And when he realized this, he decided to go to the home of Mary and her son, John Mark. And the house was filled with praying people or people praying. The house was filled with people praying. This was the church praying. And when he knocked on the door to the courtyard, a young servant girl named Rhoda got up to see see who it was. And when she recognized, when when she recognized Peter's voice, Rhoda recognized the revival voice. She was so excited that she forgot to open the door probably not a good thing, but ran back inside the house. And she began to announce revival is standing outside. The voice is standing outside. And they said, are you crazy? Has anybody been told that lately? Are you crazy? And they said, but when she kept insisting, they answered, well, it must be his angel. Mm. Meanwhile, Peter was still outside knocking. The revival voice is relentlessly knocking on the door. Unlock the revival voice. I'm telling you. What has happened from the beginning of this service, from the moment that I walked up here, even to where we are right now, is all about unlocking some of your voices that the the Herod spirit and religious spirit has had it in its clutches. And today, now some of it's already been broken off. But before we leave here, it's going to be broken off for such a time as this. Every lie of the enemy will be revealed. Every deception and delusion, every antagonistic, spirit of Herod will be silenced and gagged and muzzled and you will be exposed and the voice of this house will not be silenced it will not be lowered it will be unleashed in a fury for such a time as this it's a strategic time it's a strategic time that's why it's trying to be shut down I'm talking to them because they know what I'm talking about right now It's a strategic time. That's why it's been trying to be shut down. Shabbat So he's outside knocking. And when they finally opened it, they were shocked to find the revival voice standing there. This story is a picture of the release of the revival voice. On your way down to your seat, tell your neighbor, it's time to release your voice of revival. Tell them. Come here. Hallelujah. Sorry, y'all. I'm giving last minute instructions. I just flew in yesterday. Come on from Florida. And um, well, it's a long story. So some things I would have done during the week I'm doing right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This week. In this message, we're going to look at Peter as a type of a revival voice. You already know that. There are several aspects of this story that will help empower and encourage our voices of revival. And even though a voice has been unlocked for revival, it must continually be aware of the operations of the enemy to put it on lockdown again. Okay, maybe y'all didn't get that. We must continually be aware. When I say unlocked, watch what I'm about to say. When I say unlocked, I'm talking about Peter, who on the day of Pentecost, it says in Acts chapter 2, verse 14 through 21, Peter raised his revival voice on the day of Pentecost. They busted out of the upper room. The Holy Spirit came down in that upper room, came down in that city, and Peter was the first voice, are you with me, that we know of. Peter was the first voice, the Bible says in chapter five, it's not gonna be on the screen, chapter five, verse 14, that says he took a stand. He took his stand with the 11, and this the translation says, He raised his voice. Now, this is this is chapter two. I just read out of you out of uh, to you out of chapter 12. So let me repeat what I just said that I think some of you were getting comfortable in your seats. We must be aware that even though our voice has been unlocked, we must be aware of the operations of the enemy to try to put it on lockdown again. That was much better. Amen. I know you found your spot in your seat. Don't worry. I know what you're doing there because I wanna take you back to Acts chapter two because this voice that I know of, that we know of was the first voice that was vocalized after the day of, on the day of Pentecost after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and it specifically says that Peter took a stand. Tell three people, take a stand. It's time to take a stand. Peter taking his stand with the 11, he raised his voice and he declared to them, men of Judea, all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk as you suppose, because they have been accused of that. For it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. Now, hell is trembling right now. Hell is reeling right now. Jesus has been raised from the dead some 50 days earlier, I guess it's been. Uh, Satan is already, alarms and are going off in the in the regions and the recesses of hell because his his master plan did not work to kill Jesus. And not only that, now these 120 people with these 11 and Peter had gathered in an upper room and with their prayer and their voices they had opened heaven once again and the Holy Ghost had come down upon them and baptized them with Holy Ghost and fire and a boldness that the devil knew if they ever get that Holy Ghost On the inside of them It's going to give them a boldness That is literally going to wreck my kingdom So as Peter, the revival voice Is standing up on the day of Pentecost After the outpouring He's standing in a boldness Releasing his revival voice Announcing to the city Announcing to all those who had gathered around Many of them religious Many of them not knowing what is going on And he's standing with boldness and he says, these men are not drunk as you suppose. It's the third hour of the day, but this is what the prophet Joel spoke about. In the last days, God says, I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. My bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth my my spirit and they shall prophesy. You're not getting what I'm saying right now because the revival voice is releasing the first sermon of the church and it is breaking open the regions and the heavens so that the fullness of God can manifest in the earthly realm. So all of a sudden as Peter is raising his voice there's a big target that's now on Peter because of his voice and he continues I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below blood, fire, vapor of smoke the sun will be turned into darkness the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come and it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved not only was he making religion mad but Peter was making all of hell all mad and squirm Because he raised his revival voice to establish what had just happened. Just as John the Baptist, I've been preaching about the last two weeks, faced intense persecution. So now Peter's revival voice was going to face intense persecution. Now go ahead and say it like this. Both John the Baptist and Peter Their voices were attacked by the clutches of the spirit of Herod. Are you with me? Come on now, come on. True, huh? So we've got to understand revival voices that we fight a foe whose goal is to abort revival. I think y'all figured it out now, but I am a fierce protector of the revival in this house. Emphasis on the word fierce. I am a fierce protector of the revival in this house. And I am going to expose a Herod spirit this morning whose goal is to clutch our voices in order to abort the revival baby. Are you with me? So this thing will stop at nothing to kill or to stifle the voice that announces revival. Peter was announcing revival has come. Unlock. Another, another way to say unlock is to release, release, shout release. Peter, the revival voice had been arrested by Herod and prior to this, Peter receives in in going forward now into chapter 14 and right before 14, excuse me, 12, right before 12, Peter receives the vision of the great sheet being lowered from heaven, filled with all types of creatures, signifying all types of people and people groups, not only Jews were to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? The Scattered church is now being better organized are you with me are you with me I'm giving you a picture of what's going on here so Peter Peter had just received this vision that this is not just for uh, the Jewish nation but this is for all all people groups all right are you seeing how the vision is is growing stay with me fresh start are you seeing how the momentum is building are you seeing how the revival momentum is building here things are snowballing in the spirit in a good way if you will the scattered church is now being better organized and is gaining in momentum when we come to the first verse of the story that I just read for you and I will reread it now it will be on the screen that during that period what I just described to you King Herod incited persecution against the church Peter gets a vision that all peoples are to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and the baptism of the Holy Spirit the scattered church is now being better organized and gaining momentum momentum. Don't you know the devil hates momentum? Don't you know the devil hates momentum? Don't you know the devil hates advancement? Wake up in this place. Are are you with me? The devil hates momentum and he hates advancement and the scattered church is now coming together. They're still being persecuted in some degree, but they're coming together and they're moving forward. Elbow your neighbor as hard as you can and say, no matter what, you got to keep going forward. Come on. You got to keep going forward. And the Bible says that it was during that period that King Herod incited persecution against the church, causing great harm to the believers, even had the Apostle James, John's brother, beheaded. And when Herod realized how much this pleased the Jewish leaders, he had Peter arrested and thrown into prison during the feast of the Passover. I'll repeat it again. It was at the point of momentum. You can be assured that at the point of momentum, that resistance will arise against revival from possibly many different angles. Are you with me? A resistance will, will, will spring up at every different angle. And in this angle, in this case, it was specifically a Herod spirit, or it was Herod himself. But there is a spirit that is attached to Herod, Pharaoh, I'll explain in a moment, that still seeks to control and repress subdue extinguish revival the ultimate goal is to get you to abort your revival voice in this case he operated to abort to kill to kill Peter before the voice could become an influence to a larger scope of mankind This Herod spirit came after the voice of revival before it could become a significant influence to a larger span of people. The devil does not want influence and impact through your revival voice. So he sent me today to expose a Herod spirit that wants to abort and kill, come on, and lock down The very voice that can reach the masses and the multitudes with the fullness of the spirit and the presence of God. Just for emphasis, so you don't forget. He wanted to abort this voice before it could gain more influence. And I know you're smart and I know you're listening but this one's just to make the devil and religion man. It wants to clutch your voice before you can have influence. This Herod spirit, this Herod spirit is an abortion spirit. Come on Bible Bible people, come on. <clears throat> Moses, Pharaoh, who's the same spirit of Herod, Herod same spirit of Pharaoh, tried to kill Moses as a baby. Tried to kill the deliverer, the voice, stopping him from fulfilling his purpose by ordering all newborn males to be killed. It's in your Bible. Jesus, Herod tried to kill Jesus by ordering all children to be killed under a certain age, age of two. This Herod spirit is an abortion spirit, and in, I will call it, if you were here Wednesday night, a sabotage spirit. If you were here Wednesday night, a sabotage spirit. It is a destructive spirit sent to annihilate the destiny and the purposes of God. And in our case today, the voice or the voices of revival. And I will go to Wednesday night because this last Wednesday night, I felt prompted by the Holy Spirit. I believe this is after we had gone offline to revisit a message that I had preached in October of 2019 called the Vanguard Anointing. If you were here, shout yes. Come on. This thank all of y'all for being here. Amen. This anointing that that I preached in this message was a threefold anointing to parallel the three tribes of Israel who led the front lines into battle. It was Judah, it was Issachar, and it was Zebulun. And these three tribes would go first into battle. Judah meaning praise, Issachar meaning discernment, and Zebulun meaning uh, uh, generosity. And so marching first into battle, these three tribes represent what I call a vanguard anointing, a front line anointing. I'm telling you, Fresh Start Church revival, right now. We better stir up this anointing right now. This vanguard anointing, the, the anointing of Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, and all that relates to the, to the tribe and the name that they are is to counter, because Judah means praise, Issachar means discernment, and Zebulun means generosity. It is to counter what I call the threefold personality of the enemy. What is that? Steal, kill, and to destroy. Come on. Steal, kill, and to destroy. You come to steal, kill, and to destroy? I release Judah. Come on. I release praise. I release authority. I release Issachar car I release a discernment in intercession I release Zebulun I release my generosity and by the way thank you for your offering on Wednesday night absolutely amazing put your hands together right now come on we took a spontaneous offering as an act a prophetic act of aligning with Zebulun and I'm telling you just to make the devil mad and to shut down come on this Herod spirit so I felt impressed to make us aware of the strategy of the enemy to release sabotage at the point of advance. Now, just a little going back for a moment, and I'm not going to digress too much, but I, didn't, of course, did not realize in October of 2019 when I preached a message about a sabotaging spirit, come on, about a terrorist spirit that we were going to cross over into January of 2020, February and March, and from then and even until now face a sabotage charging spirit in our nation, not only against our nation, but against the church in this nation. Had no idea in October of 2019, but tell, let me tell you something, revivalists, God will get us ready. He will get us ready prophetically, and he will give us insight, and he will give us wisdom, and he will give us dreams, and he will give us visions to show us. He may not tell us every detail, but he can say, watch out for this, watch out for this, watch out for this, and this is how you defeated come on and that's what the Lord was doing through that vanguard anointing so I say stir it up stir it up fresh start because sabotage is always released at the point of advance sabotage is underhanded inference with deliberate destruction disruption damage to disable to vandalize to cripple to violate to scandalize All of this is done in order to neutralize the voice and to keep from advance. Or we might say, stop the momentum. Look at your neighbor say, not on my watch, not on my watch. This spirit works much like the terrorist to create, my God, a climate of chaos. I talked about the swirl last week. The climate of chaos to negatively affect the processes of something. I'll say it again. This spirit works like a terrorist to create a climate of chaos, a swirl, to negatively affect the processes of something. I'll repeat what I said a moment ago. I fiercely defend the reverse. and protect the revival in this place. This terrorist spirit of sabotage will look for vulnerable aspects to break the stride of advancement and cause repression and ultimately it wants destruction. Fresh Start Church, we are in a time of great momentum and advancement. Did you hear what I said? We are a voice of revival. There are many territories that are experiencing the overflow of the revival that was birthed here some seven years ago. We are and we will be in just two short weeks affecting many people groups or regions. Are you seeing the parallel of what I just read to you in Acts chapter 12? And all I know to tell you is watch out in all areas for this Herod spirit, this sabotaging spirit, this neutralizing spirit, not only corporately, but personally in your life. I came to expose Herod today. I came to expose the thing that has been clutching your voice, has been making you back off in timidity, has been telling you that you're insufficient. We're going to break the grip of Herod and we are going to birth revival in another state. and another influence and another impact. I travel, and y'all know I don't talk a lot about my travel and you may wonder why. There's reasons, but I'm gonna talk about it right now. Come on, somebody. And there are hungry people, pastors, hungry people all over this nation. And there are pockets of the spirit of revival that are rising here and are rising there you hear me fresh start don't you dare let Herod shut your praise down don't you dare let Herod take you off into some isolation so that you can't have true discernment of what God is doing and that you cannot discern the swirl around you and don't you let Herod make you stingy in your giving come on somebody we gotta look that thing in the eye this abortion spirit in the eye when it comes to revival and the voices of revival, because momentum has been going and going and influence and impact going and going. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this there are hungry, hungry people that are needing someone to show them. Not come on, fresh start, show them not only revival, this is what revival looks like, but show me, show me the way into that, and show me how to sustain that and show me how to make religion mad and show me how I can unlock my voice in my region in my territory May the sheet, if you will, come down in this place today, and may you see the revelation that I see and that he sees, that there are people groups outside of this church, and some of them are paying thousands of thousands of thousands of dollars to sit in the seats that you negotiate about coming and sitting in every week because they're desperate, they're desperate, they're desperate, they're desperate. Let the sheet come down and may you see the people that want your seats. So he'll spirit, it'll, it'll stir up. Little aggravating things. I did a really good job of talking about that last week, but just to make religion, man, it'll stir up little aggravating things, little stupid things, stupid, stupid. And that's just the bait. And I say to that spirit around here, we've got your number. We've got your number. We got your number. We got your number. You ain't gonna get by with it, honey. You're not gonna get by with it. We say to that, that Herod spirit that's trying to clutch the voice from being released, we say back off in Jesus' name. Let me move on. I'll hurry. I promise that, I mean, unless I just kind of as a revivalist want to draw it out, I'll try not to do that today. But this is not nearly as long as some messages I preach. I didn't have that long to prepare for it. So praise, y'all can be praising God for that right now. Yeah. It is this Herod spirit, this sabotaging, neutralizing spirit that has now arrested Peter, the voice of revival, clutched baptism of the Holy Spirit had just reached the more people groups and this Herod spirit rose up to stop that momentum and to break the stride but Acts chapter 12 verse 5 put it up there the church went into a season of intense intercession asking God to free him Asking God, unlock that voice, God. Asking God, unlock it. Free him, release him. Intense intercession. The primary interruption to this sabotaging, aborting spirit is intense intercession, which can mean or means to stretch tightly in prayer. Come on, to extend to the full length of. Now, you hear me now, because this is a house of prayer. We've been working on that for a lot of years now. There's, a, there's intense intercession in this place. And I don't even really know how to say what I'm supposed to say, so I'm just gonna say something and pray in God, Jesus' name, that it comes out right. Come on, somebody. Is that our intense intercession has been pleasing to the Lord, but we have crossed the threshold, fresh start. We have, the sheet has dropped we have seen the vision of the Lord and we're seeing the influence and the impact of other quote people groups if you will, other territories and so the Herod spirit is being launched or trying to be launched against you personally, maybe against us corporately so we must understand that it is at this point that we must open our eyes and we must see this spirit for what it is and allow that to catapult us into another level of intense intercession there is yet another and 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 when i travel when we he travels as well one of the main things that we talk about to people in one way or the other uh, pastors as well as the congregations is the spiritual capacity of their corporate body y'all have heard us say it many times over all these years we've got to grow our spiritual capacity if you don't grow your spiritual capacity come on i mean if you don't grow it you're first of all you're not going to birth revival because when you get pregnant you grow honey come on ladies well, the ladies can roar on that one. Come on, y'all. You grow in some bigger than others. I'm just saying, all right? But you grow, so you have to stretch your capacity because you've been impregnated with revival. So you're stretching, so we have to continually do that. So let me just say this fresh start. Listen, we are all about the power of the sound here. I think I preached on it recently. I did, the first message of this. The first message of this series on the power of sound. We're all about the power of sound. But just because you release sound doesn't mean you have the capacity to open prison doors and come against a hered spirit that is trying to clutch the voice of revival. Now you practice all you want along with us, but at some point you cut up our shake. At some point, you gotta get in the spirit, you gotta get with Holy Ghost, and that capacity has to grow because that baby is getting bigger, that mantle is getting heavier, that mantle is growing, and that baby is about ready to be birthed. And Herod wants to kill it. Intense intercession, stretching tightly in prayer to the extend the full length of to come against that aborting spirit. Pharaoh thought he had Moses. Come on, somebody. Stay with me. Until God put an Egyptian woman by the name, or put a woman, excuse me, by the name of jochebed at the right place at the right time. There was also an Egyptian woman, but he put jochebed at the right place the right time making the right decisions. She was an intercessor. Come on, somebody. Are you, getting my, are you getting the picture here? Pharaoh, same thing, Herod's spirit, Pharaoh's spirit, same thing, aborting spirit. Herod thought he had Jesus, come on, somebody. The baby Jesus, until God sent a dream to Joseph, Joseph was the intercessor, help me y'all. And it said, make another plan and divert around this destructive spirit. Ha! I say, make another plan, we're diverting around this destructive spirit, come on. And Herod thought he had Peter until God gathered the church to intercede on behalf of Peter. And their intercession became an interruption to destruction's operation. Come on their intercession became an interruption to destruction's operation. You see, there is a type of intercession that extends past the point of normal protocol into the arena of the interruption of destruction. And I say in this house, that mantle of intercession, of the intense intercession, is getting ready to be raised to another level because of the influence and the impact and the voice of revival on this house we must confront the Herod's spirit with our intercession to disrupt it and came no more destruction in Jesus name sometimes we don't even know what we're praying but we just keep come on we just keep praying we don't even know exactly we just keep extending we just keep extending keep extending. That's this type of prayer. Keep extending, keep extending, keep extending until destruction is disrupted. Are you with me? Until destruction is disrupted. Now let me show you what this kind of intercession can accomplish. Here we go. Verses six through 11. The night before Herod planned to bring him to trial, he made sure that Peter was securely bound with two chains. Peter was sound asleep between two soldiers, additional guards stationed outside his cell door. When all at once the angel of the Lord appeared filling his prison cell with a brilliant light, the angel struck Peter on the side to awaken him, said, hurry up, let's go. Instantly the chains fell off his, risk The angel said, get dressed, put on your sandals, put on your cloak, follow me. Peter quickly left. Can y'all read as fast as I'm reading right now? Peter quickly left the cell and followed the angel, even though he thought it was only a dream or vision for it seemed unreal. He couldn't believe it was really happening. Then he walked unseen past the first guard, then the second guard before coming to the iron gate that leads to the city and the gate swung open all by itself right in front of him. Peter realized I'm not having a dream. This is real. He said to himself, the Lord sent his angel to rescue me from the clutches of Herod and from the Jewish leaders, religion what they planned to do to me the intercession of the church intercepted stopped and cut off the destruction's intentions and navigated the revival voice right out of prison right out of the clutch of Herod unlocking the prison and unlocking his voice come on yes now look at what this type of intercession will break through watch this Here's the barriers that were created by this destructive spirit. Peter, the revival voice, was chained between two soldiers. He was locked down. Tell your neighbor, he was locked down. Between highly militarily skilled soldiers representing the demonic warfare that is against a revival voice—the intercession broke the chains and moved him past the warfare. Now talked deeply about it last week, but you can't be surprised. Come on, fresh start. You can't be surprised that with the influence and impact of your revival voice, that the enemy's going to rise up and try to clutch or stop that voice. I said it sometime. I don't remember when I said it, but don't freak out. Come on, somebody. Don't freak out. Come on. Here's the thing. In intercession we break the chains, come on, that has the revival voice chained and we literally, literally through intercession cause the angels to be activated, help me in this place, to literally break free the revival voice from the warfare that is coming against it. So I say don't quit. I say hang in there. I say don't stop crying out. Don't stop preaching. Don't stop raising your voice. Don't stop because there is yet another breakthrough. Why? Because we're in intercession. Come on. (laughs) Intense intercession. The next thing is they had two guards stationed to prevent or escape or to prevent him from complete freedom. Even if you break free from warfare, are y'all with me? I'm watching the clock. That's all I'm doing is watching it. Come on. Even if you break free from warfare, there can sometimes be things such as attacks, intimidation, attacks on your body, attacks on your mind, emotions, spiritual attack that's sent to impede the complete freedom of the revival voice. Things like frustration, all right, confusion, lack of spiritual passion, I said lack of spiritual passion. I said lack of spiritual passion. I mean, I'm glad everybody comes to church and everything. I'm not just talking about here. I'm talking about here. I'm glad they come to church. I mean, that's, I guess that's part of the battle. But it's like, my God, if you're going to be here, stir up your passion. Stir up your passion. Lack of peace, apathy. I'm talking about, I'm talking about even after the chains have broken off. Are you with me? There's two guards. There's two guards. Come on, revival voice. The angel's with him, but there's still breakthrough that has to happen. Apathy, wanting to quit. Digression, back into old strongholds. Come on. Familiarity, weariness, physical pain, attack. Intercession got Peter past the the soldiers, the chains broke, but the intercession also got Peter past these attacks, past the two guards. It doesn't mean that the attack will not come. The important thing to realize is that this type of intercession that was happening in the church, it will intercept and it will interrupt the destructive abortion spirit sent to impede the revival voice. Come on, fresh start. We are going to another level of intense intercession. Stretching, stretching. I'm hurrying. So they get the chains break, they get past the the skilled soldiers, they're past the two guards. This is awesome. But then they get to an iron gate. Gates are places where strategies of government is held in the Bible. And this gate led to the city. This gate led to territory. It is significant. That it was an iron gate because iron is one of the strongest metals it's very important to, to realize that this intense intercession caused that iron gate to, to open all by itself there are things that we may see in front of us help me Holy Spirit that it looks like it is so tightly shut up and it is so tightly shut in and it is made of iron this if you will the strongest metal or one of the strongest metals that there is and there's no possible way even though we saw the chains break even though we got away from the military soldiers even though we got past the two guards or the attacks that try to come in on our voice now we're facing an iron gate that there's no way possible can you imagine with me right now, because some of you have been there, and there's no way possible, but this type of intercession, this intense intercession that stretches in the full entirety has the ability to open the strongest gate that the enemy would put in your path. You're pregnant. It's time to stretch. Now, y'all have heard me tell the story at least once here. And if you watch me online when I travel, you've heard me say it many times. My husband's like, Yes, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> you don't have to watch. <laughs> yeah, he says, I do. <laughs> And I've told that story in, you know, the context of how the Holy Spirit leads, of what to preach, and I actually tell it with a few different messages, actually, about how he and I went to the Bonnie Bray house, remember the story, in Los Angeles, and we were standing outside the, uh, the, the house there, and, you know, y'all know, we didn't know we were going to be able to get in. We were just going to take a picture and leave and say, wow, this is cool, you know? And we did take a picture, and then I realized I was just going to try the gate, and y'all remember, that it was the iron around there, and the gate opened, right? Remember that? If y'all haven't heard the story, you should have been here. That's all I got to say. And then we're all taking pictures in the the yard, you know, not knowing that we're not supposed to be there. And so I look up, and the front door of the house is open. And I'm like, cool, babe, let's go up to the front door. You want to hear this again? And so Rosalinda travels with me a lot when I go abroad. And, uh, she was with me this weekend. We went to preach to a radical group of about 1500 women in Florida, in Daytona beach, Florida. <laughs> Amen. And so I told that story at the, at the in connection with one of the messages that I preached, which I haven't preached here yet. And, um, I told, I tell it at the end. And so she's like, Oh, Pastor Kim? I keep meaning to tell you. She said, Keep meaning to tell you, every time you tell that story, she said, and then I just forget to tell you. And she's so funny. And um, she said, that, that weekend when you and Pastor were in uh, Los Angeles, and that happened to you, she said, I was, at, it, was a, it was Saturday. That, that event on Bonnie Bray Street uh, with us happened on Saturday, Saturday about noon was when that happened. And uh, she said, it was that morning I was doing laundry, And she said, I was taking my laundry out of the, the, uh, 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 I don't do laundry. (laughs) I'm just a little jet lagged right now. Out of the washer and putting it into the. And she said, I would shut the door and I walked away and the door would pop open. And she said, so I went back and I shut it. And she said, I walked away and it turned the dryer on. She said, I walked away and the door popped open. And she said, I remembered you always saying, if something happens two times, you need to ask the Holy Spirit, what's he trying to say? Watch. This is in the morning of that Saturday morning. And she says, so I just stopped and I just prayed words to this effect. Lord, for Pastor Paul and Kim this weekend. She said, would you open doors for them that they need to walk through this weekend? (laughs) And I'm like, Rosalinda, why haven't you told me this already? (laughs) I have told this story, I don't know how many times. But you know what I believe she was not supposed to tell me until I was preaching this message that I didn't totally know what I was gonna preach until even early this morning. For such a time as this, Fresh Start Revivalist to show you the power of intense intercession, that it will open iron gates. So now I have to change my story, which I'm glad to do because now I can tell people, there was an intercessor, and lifted up her voice and said, God, would you open? doors for Pastor Paul and Kim this weekend and an iron gate to a Bonnie Bray house street house that housed the intercessors that spoke the words and the intense intercession that birthed a nation shaking history making revival was in the house that we needed to get into if she had not prayed intense intercession possibly that gate would not have opened but God knew we needed to be in the house where the mantle drop for a nation-shaking, history-making revival. Fresh start. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! This is bigger than you think it is. This is bigger than you know it is. God has prophetic Is that not crazy? So I'll land the plane. That's a preacher terminology. Peter makes it to the prayer meeting. And he didn't know it was a prayer meeting, but he knocks on the outer gate. And Rhoda answers. Rhoda answers. When he realized this, Acts 12, 12, he decided to go to the home of Mary and her son, John Mark. The house was filled with praying people, people praying. When he knocked on the door to the courtyard, a servant girl named Rhoda got up to see who it was. She recognized the voice of revival. May our ears ever be attuned to recognize the voice of revival. She was so excited. She forgot to open the door. She ran back inside to announce Peter is standing outside. The voice is standing outside. Revival voice is standing outside. And they look at her and they said, are you crazy? But she kept insisting. She kept insisting. And they answered, it's got to be his angel. She recognized the voice of revival at the gate. And she ran to announce revival is here. Our intercession, Rhoda would say, if you will, has unlocked the revival voice. Our intercession has unlocked Peter. Our intercession has defeated Herod. Our intercession has stopped the abortion. Our intercession has stopped and and, and unreleased, rather, the clutches of Herod. And she's like, Rhoda's like, Get a clue guys, get a clue. Rhoda recognized the revival voice and then she became a revival voice to those who were praying for the revival voice. Come on, it's kinda like what I'm doing today. Come on somebody. For those who have been in intercession that disrupts destruction, trying to abort the pure sound, they will recognize Peter's voice and run to tell others because revival is at the gate. And that gate, as I told you, is a place of authority gained only in the place of prayer. I close with this. Some years ago, and I don't remember the year, if the staff remembers, y'all yell it out to me. But we were at a meeting, Sean Smith, our friend Sean Smith was preaching at this meeting. It wasn't here at Fresh Start, it was somewhere else. And he was preaching at this meeting. And in the context of that meeting, He was, he was preaching from the statement, or excuse me, from the scripture there that I just read about Rhoda, uh, in Acts 12. I don't remember all the message, but I do remember this. He began, he began to, he he began to say this. He said, uh, uh, concerning Rhoda, Rhoda, keep on insisting until they hear the knock for themselves keep on insisting Rhoda until they hear the knock for themselves Rhoda keep on announcing revival voice is here Rhoda don't stop Rhoda keep on keep on they need to hear they need to hear are y'all with me this was several years ago and that went off on the inside of me and the Holy Spirit say Kim you are Rhoda not just me fresh start is Rhoda in the midst of a bunch of mess in the body of Christ today and, and don't get me wrong just understand understand what I'm saying? They're going completely away from revival. And that phrase right there leapt off on the inside of me and all the staff that was there. Keep on insisting, Rhoda, until they hear the knock for themselves. And we got together and we said to the staff, that is for us. That word, if nothing else was for us in that meeting, that word was for us. Don't stop announcing the revival voice is here. Don't let it be stifled. Don't shut it up. Don't shut it down. And it was so impactful that I told the staff I told somebody Jessica probably I said design a little card or something where we can put it on a card that quote on the card Do y'all remember how many years ago that was? was a long time at least probably four or five years ago and this is it I have one in my office every one of us have one in our office and I said I want us to set this this phrase keep insisting Rhoda until they hear the knock for themselves hashtag revival keep insisting until shall they hear the knock for themselves hashtag revival and I said I want this to be set in front of us on our desk around our computer uh, somewhere where we're gonna see it every single day and for I don't know four or five years we have been looking at this phrase and that is why my friend I fiercely defend revival. We will keep insisting until they hear the knock for themselves. Shout in this place. up on your feet all over this building musicians come no one leaving this is not a dismissal this is an altar call raise your hands and pray in the Holy Spirit right now because God is implanting something deeply on the inside of each one of you as a revivalist some of you have allowed this heritage spirit to grip your revival voice some of you don't know how it happened but it got a grip on your voice as I'm getting ready in just a moment to ask you to run down to this altar I'm going we are going to break the clutch of the heritage spirit come on off of the revival voice never to return again in Jesus name lift up your voices and pray in the Holy Ghost come on I want to get your spirit ready get your spirit ready get your spirit ready the Bible says that the revival voice Peter kept on knocking off the gate until they answered hear me fresh start the Bible says that Peter in verse number 12 16 put that up there Peter just kept knocking Rhoda went back inside to be a voice in side. But Peter just kept knocking. You hear me, voices of revival? You cannot ever stop. You cannot ever stop. Your voice cannot ever stop. Peter just kept outside the gate knocking until finally they came and they realized revival voice is actually here and our intercession has unlocked that voice. I'm telling you we will keep knocking. We will keep knocking in this place. In two and a half weeks we'll be Almost 40 territories And two nations That will be standing in this building At one time or another Between November the 3rd And November the 7th Can I have you see the vision Of the sheet that Peter saw And the influence and the impact Of the revival voice How dare us give in To the clutch of an abortion spirit I say in Jesus name We break it with intense intercession Right to the front of this building Come on Come out, 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 come out. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would drop an intense intercession, O oh God, even as they had in that house, O oh God, even as they had in that body, Gray house, O oh God, even as they had in this house, O oh Lord, in Acts chapter 12. God, drop an intense intercession in this place for the next phase of what you have for this revival. Come on, intercessors. Come on, revivalists. Come on. Shibaha Sata, He done a Maha Shikatarabaha, Boshika done a little Shikapaha Sata, He done a little Shikataha, He done a Cry out, cry out, cry out. Impartation, impartation, impartation. Lord, we make a dedication, we make a sacrifice, God, to keep announcing revival to keep announcing revival, to keep insisting revival against religion, against Herod's grip, oh God, against the Pharaoh's spirit. We will announce revival. We will announce revival. We will knock. We will knock until the door is open. Jesus, we will intercede against the clutches and the grip of Herod. And we decree that as we intercede, oh God, oh Lord, that you will move us past warfare. You will move us, oh God, past attacks of the enemy. You will open our gates in the Spirit, oh God. And we thank you, oh Lord, that this intercession will grow our capacity to receive realms of glory. Up your cry! Come on, come on, in the them that they can a Come on, come on. la 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 Good Lord, come on! I can't pray your prayer for you. You gotta pray. An intercession that interrupts destruction. An intercession that interrupts destruction. An intercession that interrupts destruction. Come on, lift your hands. There is a momentum. There is an impact. We must lift an intercession that intercepts. Destruction in the name of Jesus. We give no place to chaos. I say it again, bring it down. We give no place to chaos. We give no place to antagonism. We give no place to abortion of the assignment. We give no place to nonsense of the enemy. We interrupt with intercession to unlock the voice of revival. Keep on knocking. Keep insisting. Intercession. 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 I pray over you right now that if your voice, your revival voice has been in the grip of the Herod's spirit. I break it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Antagonism, chaos. I say no more in Jesus' name. I say you will carry that baby to full term in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening in to the Fresh Start Church podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. You can order Pastor Kim's book, Doorkeepers of Revival, at doorkeepersofrevival.com. And you can listen to Fresh Start Revival Worship on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you stream your music. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.